it. Obedience is action. Obedience is action. But submission is an attitude. Obedience is an action, but submission is an attitude. So we need to learn how to balance that in our life or our walk. So, Father, we praise you. We thank you, Lord, as we look to the Word. We thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit is here, Father God. And, Father God, thank you, Lord, that each and every one of us will glean something, Father God, that will further our walk in the Lord through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we're in February already. Uh, we have quickly slipped into the second month of 2016. And it doesn't seem possible. I mean, I thought it was still January. You know. uh, time is moving and we, we must adjust and set ourselves up to keep the pace with time. To accomplish our dreams, visions, and goals. I mean, if, if we were still, well, like I said, I'm kind of behind. So if I don't bring up, catch up to, with February, and if you're not caught up with February, it's just like, reading through the Bible, you miss a couple of days and all of a sudden you're behind. Well, same thing with your dreams, vision, and goals. If we don't keep them before us and focused upon them, they soon get, get caught in the background and something happens. Okay? I believe one of the reasons we fail to see our dreams, visions, and goals come to pass is that we neglect an important issue. Okay. Uh, we are like the proverbial, proverbial, I can't get, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, picture of the person in the, in the hot, burning desert sands, okay? Uh, his clothes are worn, tattered, and torn. He's crawling on his hands and feet in the hot desert sand, and he sees in an oasis out there. He jumps up, wanting to get in that cool water and in those palm trees. They're awaiting him. He gets up and runs towards the, the, the oasis, but it eludes him. It becomes a mirage, okay? Time and time again, it becomes a mirage. He becomes exhausted and tired, and soon he gives up, and soon he gives up, okay? Then he accepts the fact that he is forever to remain in the hot desert sands, and not reach his dream, vision, or goals. Think about this. Did you see that guy crawling on the hot sand? His, you know, you know you've seen the guys all sweating in his beard and scraggly hair. He's crawling, his clothes are all torn up. And he sees that, that picture there and he goes running after it and it's just a mirage. And he goes, falls down. He sees another one. He goes, and after a while, he, he says, this is not it. That, there's no way I can get that thing. And so he's, he sets himself, oh, this is my part in life. His dreams and visions, goals are completely gone. Okay. So many believers, like the man in the desert, start out with their dreams, visions, and goals set before them. And in a time, those dreams and visions and goals elude them because of the hot, dry, desert environment they find themselves in. They're struggling. Can you think about last year? You're struggling trying to get those things in here. Ah, okay. 
They have become like the man in the desert who became thirsty and succumbed to the elements around him. The issue is that we have forgotten to call out. If we'll go to Psalm 63, Psalm 63. Psalm 63. This is what we have forgotten. O God, thou art my God. Verse 1. Early in the early I will seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. From the Amphite, O God, you are, you are my God. Earnestly I will seek you. In my inner self thirsts for you. My flesh longs and is faint for you in a dry and weary land where no water is. That's where a lot of Christians are. At the, not at the beginning of the year, but towards maybe one third. They're seeing their vision and goal kind of diminish. And at the halfway point, they're just, oh, you know. But they don't cry out. We're like... The, they're like the, the other individual. They, the mirage, it's, it's over. I can't see myself getting there, okay? Um, this, this psalm is, is talking about the thirsty soul. It's written by David. Uh, David is in the wilderness, in a dry and thirsty, weary land, without one stream of moral refreshment. And it seems that he was totally abandoned. How many ever felt they were abandoned other than uh, some of you guys not telling the truth out there? We, we feel abandoned sometimes. You know, where, where are you, God? I've, I've done everything. Well, have we? Um, David's heart longed for the joy he found in God. As men, women, we often are incapable of realizing what refreshment God is when we become self-centered. When we become, you know, we see that dreams, vision, and goals, that becomes self-centered. We're looking at that. We're not looking at God anymore as our source. We're looking at that and become self-centered. And that's when things begin to fall apart. Our dreams and visions and goals are only good when they are centered about God and His Word. So we need, it's, It's necessary that we have God in that dreams and vision and goes to help us uh, promote it. In the solitude of the wilderness, of the hot and dry desert, David found God. If you, if you read the whole, it's not too long, uh, 11 verses in Psalm 63. Um, he, David found God's presence, found fellowship and favor that caused his rejoicing and brought about refreshment. So once we commit to God, stay with God, have fellowship with God, there is a refreshment that comes to the inner man, the inner soul. And we can progress in the, in, even when the, the enemy surrounds us or we step into that dry place. We can get refreshment and go through. It's just like the, the shadow of death. We go through it. We go through the death. We don't set up camp there. 
That's what the Israelis did when they went through the desert. 40 years. They encamped there. We don't need to encamp there. Many of them lost their dreams, vision, goals. Ah, we're here another year. Murmur and complain, murmur and complain. It did, you know, hello. We must come to a point that we, we must become refreshed or revived. We will never fulfill our dreams and goals without it. Constantly need to be in the Word. Let's go to Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15. Look at verse 32. This is where we help one another out. That I may come unto you with joy. Oh, verse 32. That's Romans 15, 32. That I may come unto you with joy by the will of God and may, and may with you be refreshed. From the Amplified. That, so that by God's will I may subsequently come to you with joy with a happy heart, and be refreshed by the internal of rest in your company. When we come, come together, we need to be refreshing one another. When somebody's down, we need to lift them up. Be refreshed. Call upon God. You know, pray for the individual. We're not in the gospel ship alone. We all, we all have been gra have grab hold of the lifesaver that was thrown to us at one time. And they brought us into the gospel ship. And some, some people are thinking, oh, I'm going to go overboard. Nobody's going to throw me a, a life jacket. Well, hey, that's where we, you and I need to come together and help, help the other individual. We need to refresh other people. Show them where they're not alone. We've got, all gone through it one time or another. Oh, always me. Hello? So we can refresh one another. And, and as, as, as an individual, we go to God and we become refreshed, just as David said. Uh, let's go to Psalms 42. We're going to just jump around tonight. Verse 1, as the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul's thirst for God, for the living God, when shall I come and appear before God? Uh, from the Amplified, as the heart pants and longs for the watery brooks, so I pant and long for you, O God. My inner self thirsts for God, for a living God, when shall I come and behold the face of God? Glory to God. We need to have a thirst for God. 
when we have that thirst, we will be refreshed. We will, we will be revivalized. There will be a revival within us. Revival starts with an individual, and it can, be, and it can spread. We need to start to stoke up the fires that we do have, or the coals, or the embers that we have, and get it into a fiery flame so we can touch other people's hearts. Bring them into the kingdom of God. Um, get those uh, of us that are um, slow cookers. Some of us are, are crock pots. <laughs> That's slow. We need to get them on a fire, okay? We need to get them, get a fire under us, not just a little, you know. Amen? So we need to be, have a thirst for God. Psalms 143. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 6. Psalms 143, verse 6. I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsts after thee a thirsty, as a thirsty land. From the Amplified, I spread forth my hands to you. My soul thirsts after you like a thirsty land for water. Selah. Pause and calmly think about that. Wow. Let me read that again. My, my hands, I stretch my hands unto thee. My soul thirsts after thee as a thirsty land. Well, one of the, one of the uh, translations says that the land is a parched land. Okay? So we cannot allow ourselves to be parched. A parched land becomes hard ground. Hard ground mostly will reject the seed of the word. And nothing comes as a result of it. So we can't, we can't be parched land. We need to always be fresh, alive, watered. Like I said, if we get, you get dry, become hard. And then when the word comes, we say, I don't want it. I reject it. I don't see it in the word. I don't see it working for her. I don't see it work. It only works for this guy. Does it work for me? So we can't get that dryness. We have to always be refreshed in God's presence. Keep refreshed. Keep in God's word. Find out. I mean, there's excitement in God's word. So don't become a parched land or hard ground. Too many Christians are hard. Uh, that's not for me. That's for, you know that was for them back then. Okay. Okay. Find the little book of Amos. I'll see if I can find Amos. Amos, Amos, and we want to find the eighth chapter of Amos. Amos, Amos. Too bad they didn't have Andy in here. Amos, chapter eight. 
Look at verse 11. That's Amos chapter 8, verse 11. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but the hearing, the words of the Lord. Wow. From the Amplified, verse 11. Behold, the days are coming, saith the Lord God, when I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but a famine for hearing the words of the Lord. We cannot fall, fall into this category. The death, deaf as speaking and you can't hear, and itchy ears lead to rejection of the truth. This is the deception of the last days. And that's what we're living in. We, we need always to have a hunger and thirst for God's word and implement Acts chapter 17, verse 11. Thank you. We need to implement it. Because otherwise, you're going to be, people are being deceived right and left. Okay, Matthew chapter 5. Go to Matthew chapter 5. Oh, glory to God. In Matthew chapter 5. Verse 6, familiar verse. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. If you're hungering, you'll be, always be refreshed. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, we need, we, you can be blessed if you adhere to God's word. There is a choice each and every one of us ha has been given. God tells us to choose life that leads to an abundance of goodness. Amen. So we need to choose what God shares with us. Okay. Let's go. Like I said, we're traveling fast today. Let's go to a book back to the, I don't know if we hit that or not, to Isaiah chapter 58 this time. Find the book of Isaiah chapter 58. I remember that individual out there in the desert, hot desert. Okay, here we are. This, this may be one of us at one time or another that we fall into that category. Uh, not for long, I believe. But uh, Isaiah chapter 58, looking at verse 11. For the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought. Hallelujah. It means you're going to be refreshed in the drought. And make fat thy bones. That's good. You don't want fat anywhere else, just the bones, okay? <laughs> and thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water whose water shall not fail. That's refreshing. Amen. That's refreshment. That's, that's rev revival within, within us. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to read that from the Amplified. And the Lord shall guide you continually and satisfy you in drought and in dry places and make strong your bones 
And you shall be like a watered garden and a spring of water whose waters shall, waters fail not, I should say. That's who you are. That's who we are. We, there should be constant revival in our lives. I mean, there should be excitement when we pick up the word of God and read it. Something new every morning. Amen. Glory to God. Okay. Turn back with me to the book of Psalms. And we will find Psalms 107. That's Psalms 107. Psalms 107. Verse 9. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Amen. Hallelujah. His grace and power, glory to God, not only avails to recover those that have been in the desert, but he restores them and refreshes us. So we're, when we are in the desert, we can call out to him. We don't have to be like that individual crawling along and seeing the things just erode away from us. We call out to him and we are refreshed. Glory to God. He can make the wilderness a place to rejoice and blossom as a rose. Okay, uh, Disobedience to God's word banishes men or banish man, man from the, the garden of of paradise or Eden and changed Eden into a stony desert. But you never thought of that. Eden became, instead of a garden, it became a stony desert. Now, now here's, here's my, my thoughts on this. The land of, looking at the land of Israel, when the, when the Jewish people took over it, and, and they, they, it was a land of what? Milk and honey. But now, when, when they abandoned God, what happened to that place? You, you go back 75 years when Israel was there and you found nothing but desert, stone, stones and just, I mean, the, the Arabs were there, the, the nomads were there, and there was nothing there. But when Israel came back and are looking for God, what, is, what has happened? It's no longer a stony desert place. It is now... Now that they seek God once again, the land of Israel is becoming a land of beauty, rich and fertile with the blessings of God upon it. Amen. I mean, you go to Israel now. Uh, I'm hoping some of you, you uh, watch the Israeli news or go on your iPad and find out because it, they have segments of it and they show you parts of Israel, what's going on. And that place is, it says in the last days it would bloom and it's blooming again. Amen. Glory to God. So if we're caught out in the desert and we're, you know, you say, oh, wow, that dream vision is disappearing. Get off that. Go back to God. He'll restore and refresh you so that your, your land, your vision and goal will be accomplished this year. Look for it. As we seek God and come into his presence, we too will blossom and be refreshed. And, and we need to rejoice in his favor. And his blessings. You are favored, highly favored of the Lord. 
You know why? Your name is written in his book. Your name, I mean, I like to think that uh, when, when our country drew up the Constitution, everybody wrote their names. And you notice that the largest hand signature on that Constitution is anybody. John Hancock, he just made it big so everybody could see. Well, I'm believing that each and every one of us has our name written in big letters that everybody knows. They are here to stay, not, not to be removed, okay? So we need to have, we can be refreshed and know that, hey, my name is written in the Lamb Book of Life, and it's big. Everybody's going to see it, all right? Okay, let's go to the book of, the first book before Hebrews. The book before, he, prior, before Hebrews. Anybody? Philemon. Thank you. Everybody go to the book of Philemon. Philemon and verse 7. For we have great joy and consolation in thy love, because the bowels of the saints are refreshed by thee. We can refresh one another. Go back to, uh, from the Amplified. For I, for I have, oh glory, for I have derived great joy and comfort and encouragement from your love, because your hearts of the saints, who are your fellow Christians, have been cheered and refreshed through you, brother. See that? We, we can be refreshed. We need to help others out. Again, we, we talked about it a little bit. But there's refreshment. The body of Christ needs to be refreshed. How many drink water? Did you drink water last week? Did you drink water today? Do you drink water every day? I mean, some type of form of liquid? Well, the body of Christ needs to be refreshed. Our souls need to be refreshed. We need to just get into the Word and also spread that refreshment to, to, to those that are around us, especially in the body of Christ. Okay, look at verse 20, same chapter. Yea, brother, let, let me have joy in thee, in the Lord. Refresh thy bowels in the Lord. Refresh. Get that refreshment. Get into the God's Word. Just, just receive it. How many of you have ever, you know, I think we've all seen the cooking shows and some of us have cooked. And you, sometimes you get uh, items. Oh, like, I'll, I'll use this. How many of you have ever seen dried uh, milk? Dried milk, powdered milk? What do, you do to the, what do you do to make that milk again? You what? You add water. You refresh it to bring it back. Well, some, some Christians are kind of dried up. We need to, or some of us are, are dried up. We need to get refreshed. Amen. And you only get refreshed through God's word. Communication with him, prayer. Amen. Worship. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go now to Psalms 42. You, I'm hurrying. Psalms 42. We're about done. In Psalms. Oh. Verse 1. As the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee. 
as a deer. We need to just pant after the word of God. Go after God. Because just as we drink water, we need to, as we drink water continually to keep ourselves refreshed, we don't get dehydrated. We need to just keep the word coming. Keep us fresh. Amen. Okay. Uh, we're not going to play the song, but I'm just going to tell you about it. I usually have a song play, but uh, this time there's a song that uh, David Engel sings. This is the refreshing. How many remember here is that? Oh, boy. This is the refreshing. I'm, gonna do, I'm not going to sing. I'm going to read the words, okay? Because I don't have any background music. <laughs> kind of drown my voice out. Okay. And so you won't hear mistakes. Okay. This is the refreshing. Praying in the Spirit. We need to pray in the Spirit more to become more refreshed. Building yourselves on your most holy faith. This is the refreshing. Flowing like a stream. This is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. Where is that stream within us? Jesus said, rivers of water would flow out of us. We are the stream. We have the refreshing. But you know what some of us do? We got a big it's a, we put a faucet on. Instead of letting that, that, that refreshing go forth, we cinch down on it and you just get a little drip. Oh, that's just perfect. So I won't waste any. Hey, Jesus says, the vats are wide and it, the cup overfloweth. So that means you can open up the valve wide open. Your spirit, let your spirit wide open. And look how refreshing that would be. How many like, uh, trying to use an example here. Um, How many like going, going swimming? I mean, a hot summer day, and you go swimming, and you put your toe in the water. Is that, I mean, is that refreshing? I mean, it's a teaser. You want to go all the way in to be refreshed, not just your little toe or your big toe or whatever. You want to go in. God's saying, open up. Open up. Okay. Going on. Lord, we worship you in spirit and truth, transforming, renewed in mind in Christ Jesus divine. Lord, we bless you. While giving thanks, we bow in languages. You know. Languages you know. This is, this is the refreshing. Praying in the spirit. He knows the language you are speaking. In language, you know, our voice, our voice in spirit flow. Some of us are not using our voice too well. We're not praying enough in the spirit. 
We need to let it flow. Paul said, I pray more in tongues than all of you. Something of that nature. Are you praying? Are you praying? I ain't going to answer the question. We need to pray more in tongues. I don't, if you're only doing five minutes a day, you need to up it by three. Yeah. Extended, okay. Um, wow. How much I got left? Perfect. Only 20 more things. And uh, like I said, they went an hour and a half. And I gave you a lot of time off before, so I'm going to take liberty. <laughs> Let's go to Romans real quick. I know the kids are not out yet, so. In Rome, Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. How it's needful that we pray in the Spirit to be clarified. Lord is going to tell you things are going to take place. But he wants us to pray in the Spirit. Ephesians chapter 6. Going to the book of Ephesians chapter 6. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Looking at verse 18. Praying always with prayer and supplication in the Spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for the saints. We need to pray in the Spirit. For who? Mainly. Well, ourselves, but who? Let's read it again. Praying always... With all prayers and supplication in the Spirit, washing thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all. Your, your Bibles have got blanks too, then I guess. It says, for all saints. Amen. I'm going to read it from the Amplified. Praying at all times, on every occasion, in every season, in the Spirit, with all manner of prayer and entreaties. To the end, keep alert and watch with strong purpose and perseverance, interceding in behalf of all the saints of God, consecrated people. We need to pray for one another. We don't know what the, uh, your brothers and sisters are going through. We need to pray. And the only way you could pray for them is in the Spirit, because then you can, you can knock down any walls that are around them. Or any fortresses that are trying to build up, come against them. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, since we're that close to the book of Jude, let's go to Jude. Just before 
Revelation. Jude cha uh, chapter 1 only and verse 20. Jude 20. But beloved, building, your, uh, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Tongues. You build yourself up. Amen. You know, a lot of, uh, they, you know how many fitness centers we have in town now? We got a, a bunch of, a new one just opened up uh, by the, uh, what's that place? Food Max. And you can go in there for $10 a month. Hey, I might even join. $10 a month. What? To build what? To keep yourself good and healthy. Well, it says that we need to pray in the Spirit to be good and healthy. And some of us are... are oh, I'll put it in. Some Christians are anemic because they don't pray in the Spirit. They're anemic. Pray for me. I don't know how to pray. Pray in, the, pray in the Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, three more, four more. First Corinthians, then we then I'll let you be. First Corinthians chapter 14. We're looking at verse 15. That's 1 Corinthians 14, verse 15. What is it then? I will pray in this with the Spirit, and I will pray with understanding also. I will sing in the Spirit, and I will sing with understanding also. So it's telling us we need to pray in the Spirit. You notice what he says here? What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit. I will pray with understanding also. So what he's saying, his emphasis is praying in the Spirit. And I will also pray with understanding. So what he's saying, praying in the Spirit is, is stronger than your understanding at times. Hey, we want to be refreshed. We want to get those gold visions and goals uh, taken care of this year. So that covers all bases. Let's go to the book of John chapter 4. John chapter 4. And in John chapter 4, if I ever find it in this Bible, it's John chapter 4. And looking at verse 24. Jesus is speaking. He says, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in... What? Spirit. And in truth. To me, he's saying, hey, you've got to get in your heavenly language. It's more beneficial for us because there is a. The enemy can't find out what's going on because it's between, the enemy can't find out what you're spe speaking in tongues. He he's derailed. He doesn't know what's going to take place, but your spirit knows. 
Ephesians chapter 2. We've got one more after this one. Ephesians chapter 2. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18, For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. It's open unto the Father by the Spirit. And finally, someone said with a sigh, Philippians chapter 4. Verse 6. Be careful for nothing. That's Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. From the Amplified, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, define a definite request with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. The best way to do it is through the Spirit. When you feel that you're part of the wilderness or, or experiencing the wilderness uh, uh, life, and nothing seems to go right. Seek God's face. Amen. Come into his presence with singing and thanksgiving. Giving praise. Amen. And as Paul says, pray in the spirit. Amen. Well, titling of this, if you're going to title it, refreshing. We need to be refreshed. Don't live out in the desert. We don't, we don't uh, camp out in the desert. We go through it. Because our dreams, vision, and goals will come to pass as we are refreshed daily. We need to do this daily. Refresh ourselves daily in God's word, in communication, in, in prayer with him. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Well, let's all stand. I took it to the half hour mark. Father, we're praising you and we're giving you thanks. We thank you, Lord, that uh, we have the ability, Father God, to pray in tongues unto you, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that greater things, Father God, are going to be open to us, Father God, as we place more emph emphasis, Father God, in refreshing ourselves through the Spirit. So, Father, we thank you. Give us each a good night's rest for tomorrow's endeavors, Father God. We ask those, Father, ask that those, Father God, that were unable to be with us tonight, Father God, that for whatever cause, we thank you, Lord, that they are strong and healthy, Father God, that we all, Father God, will come into the house of God rejoicing uh, this Sunday. And everyone said, Amen. Thank you.